Welcome to the Power the Next 100 podcast presented by Penn Athletics. My name is Alana Shanahan and I am the Director of Athletics and Recreation at the University of Pennsylvania. Today, I'm excited to introduce Ellen Massor, a graduate of the College of Arts and Sciences, class of 1990, and one of our most accomplished field hockey players. Welcome, Ellen. Well, thanks for having me, Alana. <laughs> thanks for being with us. So let me start by sharing a list of your accomplishments so our listeners have a sense of your athletics experiences and, excuse me, and accomplishments. So you're a varsity field hockey player from 86 to 89. You won two Ivy League championships, one in 86 and one in 88. Your 88 team advanced to the NCAA semifinals at Franklin Field, a very cool fact. You are a two-time NFHCA All-American, a three-time first-team All-Ivy selection. Upon your graduation, you were tied for second on the all-time goals and points list. And you scored 12 goals and recorded 29 during the 1988 season, which was the third and fourth best, respectively, in program history at the time. You are also a member of the Penn Athletics Hall of Fame, I believe Class 11, which was inducted in 2019. In addition to your athletic accomplishments, you've served as a member of the Penn Field Hockey Board since 2007 and the Penn Athletics Board of Advisors since 2014. So thank you, Ellen, for your success both on the field hockey field and your volunteer service to the University of Pennsylvania and our athletic department. So without further ado, I'm going to pump you with some questions about your experience and hopefully we can have a bit of fun here. So maybe spend a minute or two talking about the highlights in your life since graduating from Penn. Sure. I just, I just need to say that half of those things you just mentioned, I didn't remember. And so thank you for <laughs> recollection because, wow, feels really good. Absolutely. This is a good day. This is a confidence boosting day. <laughs> so it's been, you know, it's been more than 30 years now, uh, yikes, since graduation. But uh, after graduating, I went to law school and um, I practiced employment law for several years. And at that time, there were lots of practices and policies that were evolving to um, protect women from sexual harassment in the workplace. And so I was in, um, inside at an investment bank. And among other things, I was responsible for conducting the internal training for sexual harassment and discrimination. And um, so it was very rewarding to be in a yeah, role work with women. Um, yeah. but, uh, but then I took, I took a... Um, a lot of time off to raise my family. And my husband and I have raised three girls in New York City. So everything that entails, um, being involved in their school and coaching all three of them to the point where they could coach me. <laughs> yeah, and it's been, it's been a ride, but uh, still two of the girls are home. Um, and, then, and then as you mentioned, being involved at Penn on the field hockey advisory board and the athletic board of advisors, you know, that's been a really nice way to maintain a connection to Penn and to feel like I can support a program that's just been so important to me while I was there. Yeah, fabulous. We're obviously happy to have you and happy for the success that you saw as an athlete, obviously on our field hockey field. A lot of fun, a lot of fun to uh, have your involvement in both, obviously. So maybe, you know, thinking back in those 30 years, maybe, a, a, you know, a favorite memory, a, a favorite memory, preferably from athletics, but I'll take a Penn experience if that's uh, more compelling. Well, I mean, so much of my life there was Penn athletics and so much of my identity there was being a Penn athlete. Um, so I have, I have many uh, great memories, but I have to say my, my favorite one is definitely making it in my, in our junior year 
making it to um, the NCAA Final Four. And it wasn't just, you know, it's not just playing in that tournament. It was our journey getting to that tournament. So, um, you know, we started off ranked 18th nationally. And um, that team, like sort of just everything aligned with that team. Like, yes, there was talent, but there was also team chemistry. And there you know, a shared drive to succeed and um, uh, and luck, too. I mean, there was luck. There's always a little of that. When you make a Final Four, there's always a little of that along the way, I'd like to say. So, uh, you know, we, we beat, we ended up beating a bunch of these powerhouse teams that in past years would be, you know, like it was impossible to beat them. And uh, uh, it was really exhilarating. Um, I would say my, my favorite moment of that journey was when we beat Penn State, which was one of these powerhouses. Yeah. We beat Penn State for the second time that season. And wow. that won us a spot at the tournament. Um, there was a local TV station there to report on our victory. <laughs> Fabulous. And you know, it was, you know, it was a historic, it was historic for Penn Field hockey. And it was exciting and it was really momentous for me. Yeah, no, that's fabulous. And particularly, again, to your point, you can beat a powerhouse along the way twice, which is, you know, hard enough to do the first time, but to knock off a Penn State twice and to just to feel like, yeah, it was a, a season where everything came together. I think, uh, you know, we all hope to have that experience in our history. Not all of us are so lucky, but kudos to you and that team. It was a wow moment. And I, and I don't, you know, I thought, I think we all thought we could do that again the next year. No problem. Right. <laughs> Well, that's the problem. When you have that little taste, you tend to think it'll come maybe a bit easier, but not, not so much, unfortunately. <laughs> Sometimes it just gets harder. <laughs> All right. So thinking back, obviously, on, on your Penn Athletics experience, um, just kind of the impact on your life more broadly, maybe some of the lessons learned or, you know, what is it about you that feels is potentially unique because you had this Penn experience? You know, I think that, you know, when you play when you play a varsity sport in college, you are honing your teamwork skills day in and day out. And I think there's, you know, there's no better environment to build your like sort of group dynamic skills than, than that. Um, I also think it's an amazing environment for learning how to set goals and accomplish them. And, and um, also to have coaches like we did, coaches who are there to cultivate, they're there to cultivate my confidence, my belief that I can contribute, uh, my leadership skills, just mentors that are kind of there day in and day out. And, and um, I carried those skills forward in my personal and professional life. So whether it's working on a, a litigation team, practicing law, or um, working on a school committee at my daughter's school, you, you yeah. use those skills. And I also think that the importance of exercise generally to my life, my physical and mental health yeah. was so important and became such an integral part of my life that mm -hmm. I, try to, I try to impart that on my girls and encourage them to stay involved in sports and just exercise in general as part of their sort of daily routines. So um, all of these efforts draw on my experience as a student athlete at Penn, really. Yeah. Fabulous. Fabulous. I love it. I love it. Um, actually thinking about, you know, particularly in the context, maybe of your daughters, yes. um, think back to your 18 year old self. And if you had the benefit of giving your 18 year old self some advice, um, what would that look like? And what is the advice that I give to them daily now, um, because they are around that age, 15, 18, 21, yeah. 
So really it's mostly to expose yourself to as different experiences as you can and, and really try to look, and it's hard, but try to look beyond your immediate environment and take advantage of whatever opportunities you have. Um, and I wish, you know, I wish I took more risks. And um, so I encourage my daughters to do, to do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the risk taking is important because again, if you don't learn that skill at an early age, I think the risk taking and also just, um, understanding how to navigate failure. Like, I think it is an important skill. The earlier we can learn how to fail, but fail forward and really kind of to build from that, I, I, I do think. But if you don't put yourself out there, you don't have that experience, so. That's right. And, and, and I'll tell you like, um, losing, when you're, when you're an athlete, you realize that losing is just part of that journey. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It normalizes. It normalizes the, the failure and the losing. And then, so then those failures that come up and which are going to come up in every aspect of your life, you are able, it, it taught, being part of a, athletics taught me to be able to acknowledge those failures and get some perspective and learn from them. And you develop resilience from that. Yep. And so that I try to, you know, apply that same approach to failures. Fantastic. So maybe let's let's shift gears a bit and 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 spend a little time on kind of Title IX and the history of women's athletics at Penn and, and where we're headed. So as you think about sort of Title IX in the broadest sense, how, how do you feel as though it's impacted your life? Well, so I I definitely uh, appreciate and am grateful for what Title IX has done and and the doors that it's opened and the opportunities that it's provided me. Uh, because sports claims sports and athletics has been so important to me for my whole life. I myself can't say that I've had to um, experience the barriers that, that other women have had to experience or fight the battles that other women have had to fight. So I, I'm grateful and I'm appreciative, but I've always been in an environment that has been very supportive of women athletes and, and Penn included. And so I, you know, I, I, um, I'm just great. I'm grateful. Yeah. No, I feel I have the same sentiment. You know, I feel very lucky that I didn't feel, you know, barriers that existed on a daily basis that many of the women that came before us felt. But uh, boy, we we did inherit and uh, to still today cherish sort of that fact that we didn't we didn't have that to uh, to struggle through. So we just obviously celebrated 100 years of women's athletics. We're super excited to launch Power the Next 100 to best position our women for the next 100 years. You know, what do you what do you think will look like? What do you aspire to see Penn Athletics look like for for women athletes moving forward? Well, so I have to say that, you know, playing I, I find that playing a varsity sport is so much more than the sport itself. Yep. And um, it's a great space for developing skills outside of athletic skills. Mm -hmm. And there was so much that that we as athletes benefited from, but even since I've left, you know, I've heard about leadership programs and positive psychology and nutrition and strength training and all these other things. Um, so it's, it's been, it's been fun to see it evolve, but most recently I've been struck by how much the athletic teams at Penn are involved in community outreach mm -hmm. and raising awareness for causes and helping struggling community members and I am just wowed by the power that a program that like that can can do, you know, um, can use their power. I, you know, I can only imagine that um, though that 
programs in the future are going to be used to empower women more fully, but but doing more good off the field. And I I I, I guess I didn't I didn't foresee that, and it's really okay. been impressed upon you know impressive to me. Yeah, no, that that's obviously you know music to my ears because I do think that that's you know as we think about the Penn Athletics experience to really be an experience that holistically develops individuals. You know, it's not just about what transpires on the playing field or in the pool or on the court, but it really is, how do we graduate better people into the world? And how do we graduate people that have a sense of civic responsibility, have a sense of selflessness, understand what it means to be part of an urban community, to, you know, all the aspects and benefits you have at being at a place like Penn in the city of Philadelphia, and how we can sort of leverage those educational moments. So it's um, it's super important to me in a place where a good percentage of our athletes are invested, and I'm hopeful over time that continues to grow. So I've, no, I've seen that, and I've seen yeah. special days that they have, and the and, and um, the, the causes that they support. So um, yeah. I'm all for that. Good, fabulous. All right, so maybe we'll turn to some fun uh, fun questions. So how about like favorite class at Penn? Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> Now you're really testing me. I have to say that I, I actually remember having very dynamic professors for a couple history classes, like um, modern Chinese history, American history. I took a great um, history of Nazi Germany. I really like that with me. Um, you're, you're, it's a stretch. It's a stretch to look back and really remember those. That's all right. Subject is close enough. I, I enjoyed a few history classes myself, so I hear you there. I had a wonderful class, History of the South. It was taught by a woman named Drew Faust, who sub subsequently became the president of Harvard. So there were definitely a few winners in the history department back in the 90s, no, no doubt. Um, how about like favorite road trip, you know, uh, you know, a silly memory from something that happened uh, on a road trip? So I have, um, I have, well, they're kind of uh, sentimental. I have two. Mm -hmm. I like two road trips come to mind. One is my freshman year, the first, my first road trip with the varsity team. Okay. And you, you know how that is. You go to the, you, you travel on the bus and, and um, go to the hotel and you have dinner and you're all preparing for the next game. And I, I, it just kind of hit me. I, I still remember this, that Wow, I am this with this group of women who love field hockey as much as I do, and who share this, you know, competitive drive. And um, but it's more than that. They, this is this is going to be my family, and and we're going to support each other, and we're going, you know, um, I, I just sort of felt like, wow, this is my sense of belonging here more than anything. And and it was really like a warm and fuzzy moment. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, and then the other one, that, so that was my freshman year. The other was between my sophomore and junior year, we took a team trip abroad. One of those once in a lifetime. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. The Netherlands. And okay. fabulous. So it was the opportunity to travel together abroad, um, learn a new culture, be exposed to like a new game of field hockey. Mm -hmm. you couldn't compete with the Dutch. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> that. That's beside. That was all beside the point. Yeah. <laughs> all beside the point because those are where, like, that is where the bonds that we developed, that really close bonds that we have, you know, until the to this day. I mean, and we laugh about that trip to this day. Yeah. Um, and it also jump started our journey to the NCAA yeah. by playing together that summer. So it was that fall that we 
went to the tournament. But the other reason that that trip stands out is it's really the first time that I appreciated that the program benefited not just from Penn, but from alumni and from field hockey friends and family. Interesting, interesting, yeah. They supported our trip and yeah. they cared enough to provide us with that opportunity. And yeah. without that, we may not have gone on that trip. And so I, that was really the first time that I understood how important alumni and friends and family were to the athletic program, honestly. And I, I would guess that that's similar for many of our athletes because that, um, you know, those experiences feel so differentiating and they understand that it tends to take an above and beyond effort that does include likely people outside of the athletics department right. to make a meaningful, impactful trip happen. Um, but I think even just the sentiments you share, just the, the, com the camaraderie and the bonds that are formed through that sort of international travel experience, whether you're winning or losing, it's just something, um, you know, that's sort of irreplaceable, but it, it really is, uh, you know, such a special moment and something that, yeah, we continue to be excited about providing our athletes those opportunities because yeah. the, the stories and the experiences are phenomenal for many of our athletes. It's their first time outside of the country, which is also incredibly meaningful. So, um, you know, love that our alums choose to continue to engage in supporting those initiatives because they're, uh, they're, worth, they're worthwhile on so many levels. <laughs> All right, so something, you know, back to, back to your, um, you know, non-pen life for a second, something about your time as an attorney, um, you know, that maybe you didn't expect that, that others have come across in their careers or, um, you know, maybe a myth about your experiences that you'd like to like to quell as far as the experience of being an attorney. Um, <laughs> that was, okay. Um, and take it any direction you're inclined. <laughs> Or what would you want aspiring attorneys to know about uh, the work that you did? I think, you know, I think that it's important when you, if you're going to practice law, to really believe in, in what your, the area of law and the going. And um, I found it much easier when I was um, doing something and, and representing a group that I really believed in and um, wanted to um, wanted to see um, succeed and, and uh, grow, I would say. Yeah, the passion around the topic, much sort more so maybe even than the practice in essence. Yeah, yeah. no, that's that's um, helpful. All right, so let me um, let me try to wrap us up here. But maybe how about like a question you wish I would have asked that I hadn't? What would you love to share that I didn't necessarily prompt? So. Um, what, how about what advice I would give to current field hockey? I love it. I love it. Yeah, okay. I love it. Go for it. I think the student athlete experience at Penn is a special one. And uh, for most athletes, playing at Penn is going to be sort of the highest level of competition that they play and the most professional coaching that they're going to receive. And so I would say that when you're there, my advice is like take advantage of the facilities the coaching, the programming, you know, enjoy your teammates and that high level of competition. And really most importantly, pause once in a while and soak it all in. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We got to take the time to smell the roses. There's no doubt those four years go quickly. And if you don't uh, find a moment to relish, you will have missed something. So 
Ellen, thank you so much for making time to be with me today. This has been an absolute pleasure. Hopefully it has for you as well. But uh, thanks again for your time and your connectivity to Penn. Alana, thank you so much.